Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is six home designs that will change because of the coronavirus. Hi, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and thank you so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero today. And if you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. Just hit subscribe button and you get notified every time we drop a new episode. And of course, engage with us. We're on all sorts of different platforms from Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, our website. Catch us on any of those. Make sure that you share the podcast with your friends and family so we can continue to grow and provide awesome information for everyone. All right. So I was thinking about this a little bit. And I actually was talking with a colleague about, you know, building homes for people and and, and what people are going through because of the coronavirus. A lot of people are stuck at home. They're working from home more. Um, They're social distancing, all these kind of things. And, uh, you know, panic buying, all this different kind of stuff. And it got me thinking about their home and and how things might change permanently in the future as a result of this. Now, hopefully, not everyone is sequestered to their home for the next five years of their life. I don't think they will be. I certainly hope not. But people may have to shift what they do in life. You know, people were talking recently about, you know, is the handshake going to go away? And and things like that. And, and, uh, you know, I I think many of these things will come back as as this, this runs its course. But I think there are some some more permanent changes that will happen as a result of this, especially because if you look at companies, they might look at things and go, you know what, for our company, remote working works good. And, you know, maybe we'll have more employees that do that or, you know, things like that where, you know, there will be some natural shifts because of this. Just like if you look back at around September 11th and how things shifted after that, how how we traverse through the airport and what kind of things we pack. That has permanently been changed because of those events. And we would be living in a bubble, <laughs> maybe we already are, uh, but we'd be living in a bubble if we didn't think things were, were going to stay like they used to be because of this. Things are certainly going to change permanently because of this. And so this is all speculation on my point, but I think a lot of these things I have a very legit chance of of sticking and and landing in homes going forward because you know our uh, we are indelibly changed our paradigm has shifted because of this and and that's where we're at. So here are the six rooms and design changes I think we're going to see potentially in new homes going forward. Okay. So some of these you got to follow follow me on a little bit. But the first thing that I think we'll see more of in homes is a delivery center. And what I mean by this is think of how many people now are buying things online. They already were shifting to this no matter what. So I think this is a very high likelihood of happening. But think of how much you were buying from Amazon and, and online stores before the coronavirus. And now look at how much you're buying now, even more, right? Um, Several people from my company have already switched to, you know, online grocery shopping where it's delivered right to your home. That happened because of the coronavirus, not just a natural, you know, thing. And some people are like, I like this. This is actually better. I don't have to go to the store. I don't have to, you know, worry about bumping into people. It's saving me time. 
and it was it's convenient. Everything was dropped at my doorstep. So that's going to create a need to to handle this because at some point everyone's going to be or most people will be somewhat more back to normal, back to work. And so having a delivery room in your home, I think could be very valuable. And it would also help mitigate some of the risk that you would have with the coronavirus. Hear me out. So this delivery room is very simple. So it's sort of like an extended foyer in your home. It could be on the back of your home in a rear entryway. But basically what it is, is it's a, it's a small area, maybe five feet, six feet wide, could, could be four feet. It could be, well, probably be a little bit bigger than that, four to six feet long, let's say. So maybe like a four by six room or a five by six little room. There would be an exterior door with some sort of smart lock set on it or a key that you give to your delivery company. And easiest is to do a code, of course. And then there would be basically either a bench or a storage shelf system on the one side. And then it's just a hallway that goes into the main door of your home. And this delivery center, then you could have all your stuff dropped off. So if you're ordering something from Amazon, your packages go right on the shelf. There's a code to the exterior door, but not the door to your home. So the delivery person can get into that chamber, drop your stuff off, relock the door, and they're gone. Now, in different climates, you know, now it can be climate controlled. You can have some heat or cooling in there, and you can maintain a constant temperature. Now, if you want to take this to the next level, then you put in a small refrigerator and a freezer, and they could literally put your groceries right into this fridge and freezer, your refrigerated items, drop everything off, and you are good to go. I think this is something we're going to see a lot of going forward in homes I'm fairly confident that this is going to be a thing that we build more often than we ever have. So delivery room centers, because of the coronavirus, you know, again, that helps with many things, right? It helps with social distancing. You're not going to the stores. You're having stuff delivered directly to you. You're limiting contact. It's also safe. It's secure. It wouldn't be a super expensive thing to add. It would add some cost to a home, of course, but I, I see this as very likely. And certainly, give give me comments and feedback on this. If you guys don't think I'm or you think I'm off base on this, or you think I'm on target, I'd love to hear from you guys. You know, make sure to uh, shoot me an email. You can email me at uh, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. So homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. Love to hear from you on this. So second room design that would change because of the coronavirus is additional home offices. And again, I think this is super likely. I'm not going out on a limb here, I don't think. But uh, I think there's going to be more and more importance for home offices. And I think we could also see some designs where there's a dual home office. So this could be done in several different ways. But you could end up having you know, both spouses working from home. That's sometimes hard to do in the same space. Or if you're, you're both in the kitchen, you're on the computer, and one's on the phone, and you're trying to type a... Uh, you know, an article or something that can be very hard. So I could see homes where they have maybe two smaller offices, maybe they're split off. So maybe you have one kind of off the kitchen or maybe kind of by the back hall area. And then you have another one off the foyer. And these could be just smaller, like pocket offices, where it's again, maybe a six foot wide room that's maybe eight feet long, and it's just got a built in desk. 
and it's like a hallway and just enough space that you can kind of set up and have a little office and a little window on the one side so there's some natural light and you can just set up in there and, and do your work. So I could see those pocket offices coming in or I could see people actually going, no, I need a full office because I've got file cabinets and I've got all these different things. So you could have a home where, you know, think about it. I mean, it, this isn't that far-fetched. I mean, we used to build homes with, you know, a dinette, a dining room, and then you'd have a living room and a family room. Now, most people don't do those anymore, but you could have a home with, you know, just a great room, a dinette, and then two offices. And that's not really a drastic change on floor plan. That might already exist in the home. It's just named differently. So we can definitely see more home offices, more home work centers. Uh, I think you could also see a situation where you take a room that was an office and maybe there's uh, you put up a dividing wall in it, at least so there's some you know privacy there. Though if you're on the phone, you're not getting all the sound transfer and things like that. So I think we're going to see much more unique designs with home offices. And I think we're going to see more of that popping up in future home builds as people are using Zoom and, and uh, Skype and all these different things and video conferencing in. And I think these rooms will also be a lot more sophisticated. So there'll be more electronics. You could have built-in TVs in the wall, uh, maybe have a built-in camera on the wall so that you can just video conference right in and uh, obviously have high-speed internet and things set up. So more electronics in there, more wiring right up the up front. You know, make sure you have these things. Maybe some higher outlets to to connect all these things, wall mounts, all that kind of stuff. That is super likely. I think uh, we're going to see a lot more of that going forward. All right. So another design change that we could see in homes because of the coronavirus, number three on the list. And I also think this is going to be pretty likely is a storage cellar. Okay storage sellers. So think of this. This isn't going to be a super expensive thing, but everybody is bulk buying now, right? People don't want to go to the store. You know, my old habits were, you know, two or three times a week, I would pop into the grocery store. Oh, I want to grab, you know, some more lettuce. I want to grab some fresh stuff real quick so I can make this for dinner, have everything but this one item. So I was habitually popping in the grocery store. Heck, I'd go to the grocery store for lunch and grab a salad or something. I don't do that anymore. I may not do that nearly as often in the future when once these things are lifted. Of course, you have the people that are hoarding as well. That's a whole other topic that I don't even want to get into, but um, storage sellers. So people are shopping less. They're buying more in bulk. You know, They're buying their huge things of toilet paper. They're buying the bottled water. They're buying more canned goods. They need a place to store this. You can, you can only leave it laying around your house for so long before you go nuts. So... This could be as simple as just using an area in your basement, building some wooden shelves, you know, and, and you have varying heights of these shelves. So you have a couple really tall ones and then you have some smaller shelves and you store your bulk items there because you don't necessarily want to use that in your floor plan space. So that's one way that you could do it. But I think we could see this going a little bit further. So you could actually design, you have walk-in pantries. A lot of people do that. But I could see taking a rear hall and making a six foot room and putting in additional shelving, but also putting in an additional refrigerator and freezer. So maybe it's six foot wide, maybe it's eight feet long. You've got shelves on one side and you've got a refrigerator at the end and maybe a small freezer. And you go in there and you put all your bulk water, your paper, uh, you have an extra freezer and refrigerator that you can store your meats and, and your different things like that. So I think 
we're going to see more of that as people aren't going to want to be necessarily going out, going shopping quite as often, and they're going to buy more in bulk. So making less trips but bigger purchases and then having a facility at their home to store this stuff makes a lot of sense. And uh, I think we will see more of that going forward. And that could definitely work its way into a home design. Okay, next room change that I think we could see in more homes is a reading and library room. And the reason that we would have this is, again, if, if people are spending more time at home, they're going to want more specific uses for space. So this could also be kind of a slash. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit, but I could see people doing like a reading and library room because, you know, especially this could be the quiet area. This would work well for people with kids. And this could also sort of be the homework center. This could be the at-home schooling center. So this could have a desk in it or some comfortable chairs, maybe both. And you sit there and you read your reading material. You know, maybe you're reading an inspirational book or you're just reading, you know, kids are reading for school. So a nice, comfortable area, well lit. And then, of course, lots of shelving for all the books and different things that you're going to read. And then have a nice little desk so that they can do their homework at. And I think we will see more of that. And, and having it all built in and having it be functional, you know, imagine this kind of cool room. I'm picturing this in my head. You know, you've got a really nice window with a bench seat. Maybe you can sit on a, a upholstered bench and, and right in front of the window. And then you have a built-in desk along the wall. And then you have some bookcases on the other wall. And this wouldn't have to necessarily be a huge room. This could this could be, you know, maybe a regular length, like 10 feet. But it could could be something that's only... Again, six, eight feet wide, and you have a lot of built-ins in it. So it doesn't necessarily take up a ton of square footage, and it could be a very functional space and allow people to social distance, allow people to be productive, um, have a place for their kids to, to maybe do some homeschooling and, 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 you know, make use of this space. So I think that is something that is also somewhat likely, maybe not quite as likely as a delivery center or the home offices, but you could have your own little private library reading area. Uh, you could call it a relaxation center. Lots of different names, lots of marketing uh, opportunities for that, but I think that is also very likely. All right. The fifth room design that could happen because of the coronavirus, uh, I'll admit this one's maybe not as likely, but I still think there are people that would be all in on this, and I call it a decontamination center. Sounds kind of scary. But let's just think if this thing continues on or there's threats of other viruses down the road or sicknesses, maybe this is something people want. Maybe this is something, too, that has more than one use. So my thought is this. You have a separate entry into your home that goes right into sort of a mini bathroom, but it would be a little different than a bathroom. So you would have a uh, maybe an area where you can disrobe and put your your dirty clothes that were maybe potentially contaminated. This could also be for people that are doing a lot of yard work, people that work outside, and they do road work and they're really dirty. Um, you know, disrobe, get all your dirty clothes, and then you have a bin that you throw them into. Then you walk through and then you have a shower. So it's like a walk-through shower. You rinse off, soap off. And then you have another cabinet afterwards that you can grab 
a change of clothes, your home clothes. It could be your pajamas or whatever. And then, you know, of course, the sink and some other things you need. And then another door and you walk through that door and you are into your home and you are clean, you're decontaminated, you are dressed, you don't have to walk through your entire home, you don't have to traipse through your house. And so maybe the name is a little off putting a decontamination center, but I think that could be something that people might want to use. And again, this could serve more than one purpose. This could also work as a dog wash area. It could work for the people that do a lot of yard work or they do woodworking and they're all dusty and they want to get cleaned off. They don't want to track that all through their house. So separate entry into this room. It's it's functional where you have some storage to get rid of your dirty stuff. And then of course, after you're decontaminated and things like that, you want to go in and grab that dirty laundry and then take it over to your laundry room. Heck, you could even add a small laundry system, a stackable washer and dryer across from from where you, you take your clothes off. You could throw them right into the washer and dryer right away, decontaminate it, wash yourself up. After it's done uh, with the laundry, you go back in there and you grab your clean clothes. So I think that there is some possibility. There's some fantastic design opportunities out of this. Again, it doesn't have to be a massively huge space. It could probably be about, again, 10 feet long. Seems to be sort of the minimum that you need. And, uh, you know, six, eight feet wide. So 80 square feet extra to a house, not a huge amount. Uh, it could be very likely and help people out with this situation. And again, love to hear your thoughts on this. If you think it's a great idea, if you think it's a stupid idea, send me an email. So it's super simple. Again, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. Send me an email. Love to hear uh, your thoughts on this. And the last room design that could change in homes because of the coronavirus is a media room. And this could be in the form of several different things. It could be a small home theater room. It could be your video game center. Um, but I think we're going to see more and more people add these into their home, whether it's in their basement, in a loft area, um, in an attic, but make a media room. Hey, we're not gonna go out and see as many movies. We're you know not gonna go take you over to your friend's house all the time. You're gonna have to game with your friends online. Um, you know, hey, we're just not going to go out and, 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 and do as much stuff. So let's sit at home. We're going to watch some entertainment in a really nice room and make it sort of special, right? So a theater room kind of feels like you're in the movie theater. You get the experience of it. Maybe you got some nice seats. You got the big screen, the projector, and you sort of make a thing out of it, right? Maybe you have a popcorn machine in there and it feels like you're sort of at the movies, or the video game center, I think is obviously popular just because video games are very popular with our youth. They spend a lot of time playing them. There's tons and tons of systems and games out there. So have have that capability. Now, a video game room you could be pretty creative with as well, especially if you, you want your kids to still socialize with other kids while they're playing video games. You could have it set up where you know, you've got some comfy chairs, you've got a big screen TV, you've got some built-in cabinets to hide all the game systems in the game so it doesn't look like a complete pig pen. And you could also put in some little things like a snack center. So a little place for kids to have a cupboard with some of their favorite snacks. Maybe if you're really a generous parent, you have a little small beverage refrigerator where they have soda and water. Or you can even put milk in there if you want to be a little more healthy. And, uh, you know, you have uh, some wiring up on the wall. So if they want to stream, you know, I've got a webcam in there uh, that they can hook up into the wall and stream. 
uh, their games. Uh, put some surround sound in there if you really want to do it right. Put some soundproofing around the walls on the outside so they don't drive you nuts. Uh, and then you could put some sound attenuating um, foam pads and things on the ceiling. And they could have a really kick-butt game room. Uh, I'm getting excited about this. I want this. Sounds fun. Um, so I wouldn't have the time for it, but it would be, certainly be fun. But yeah, th- those are things that I could see people adding into their home. Because I think as, as we look back, after September 11th, I saw a lot of changes in what we were building on our homes. Our homes got much larger and more creature comforts got put into these homes. The kitchens got fancier. They put in fancier appliances. They cooked more. People started adding the home theaters to their home, homes. I don't want to go out. I don't want to risk a terrorist attack. So, you know, home theaters. People spent more money on their backyards. They started making backyard oasises and seawalls and patios and fire pits and outdoor kitchens and they had the stay-at-home vacation. And I think we're going to see a very similar trend with new homes that are being built in the next three years because of this. And I think we'll see some of this stuff get integrated in, especially if this continues on. This will be a must-have for a lot of people. And we may see people remodel their existing homes and use some of these concepts. So again, if you guys are at all interested in this topic or you have an idea for another type of room that would go along with something like this, I would love to hear from you on it because I, I will do a podcast about it. We can do a second version of this one. So again, just email me, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com if you got an idea. I'd love to feature it on the show. Uh, maybe we can make up some designs and, uh, and feature them too uh, on our social media. That would be kind of cool. So anyway, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of the Home Building Hero. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends and family, and uh, we will be talking to you guys very soon. And hopefully you're staying home, you're staying safe, and everyone is well, and uh, we can get back to more of a normalcy here very soon. But thank you guys. I hope this is providing you some information and entertainment along the way. And again, reach out if you have any questions or comments. Once again, I am David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you very soon.